0: Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories. So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts podcast about a phenomenon I call Supretra Spontaneous past life memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business and yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places. And what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others. And it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Care. Hey my dear friend, I hope you're having a great day. So it's been a while since I've had a chance to come out here and really talk to you for a few minutes before our program. We have an amazing guest today, the fabulous Victoria Constantino. I really love her book, so you will enjoy hearing what she has to say. And remember that if you come on over to my YouTube channel, I would love it if you would please subscribe to my YouTube channel because that's going to help me to make more content for you. So I had a really awesome interview uh, that I posted a few weeks back with the wonderful Linda Moulton Howe, who is an absolute national treasure. She ended up putting uh, one of the versions of the video up on her Earth Files page, and it's getting a lot of traction there. I absolutely thought that was so awesome. And if you have not listened to that interview, um, everybody needs to check that out because I was able to actually successfully (laughs) keep my mouth shut for about an hour and a half while Linda talked about every single thing about aliens and disclosure and just everything. It was absolutely one of the best um, discussions I've ever heard on all of the topics that people want to know about. In other news, I want to tell you, I've got tons of events coming up. I'm getting ready to be so busy. Starting next week on September 22nd, I'm doing an online workshop for Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. So if you go over to pastlifelady.com and click on the contact and events page, you'll see the link there. You can register. It's only $24. $24. Um, We are going to talk about the book in depth. We are going to take a guided journey to meet with your ancestors. I don't want to spoil all the fun and surprises, but I promise you, you will enjoy it. But wait, there's more. I also have a couple of more um, events coming up. The first one will be, I will be speaking on October 9th via Zoom at the annual Ancient Mysteries conference at ARE, but I'm appearing via Zoom. So the good news about that is wherever you live, you can actually go ahead and participate in this conference. They've got um, Hugh Newman from Ancient Aliens and some other really cool guests. And I don't want to spoil the surprise, but I will be interviewing Hugh, and that will be coming up on the Healing Arts podcast. So stay tuned for that. (music) Finally, I am doing a really big event on Saturday, October 16th. I'm going to be doing a long workshop on my Egyptian energy healing book, the Edgar Casey Egyptian energy healing book, where I am going to actually be taking you through a lot of the really, really powerful exercises in that book that I don't normally do in other workshops. There are some clearing processes. It's really helpful before you engage in energy healing. And, you know, all of my classes I talk about, we need to clear ourselves using different symbols before we try to work on others. But we can also go on guided imagery to release what I call unwanted influences. And so there's some really interesting processes in that book. I will be taking you through all of it, telling you all of the different things that Edgar Casey said about healing. And then we'll be of course, obviously, practicing the healing method. So this one is another, it's going to be an online conference. So you can be in the privacy of your own home um, going through this material and you'll be able to have access to it later, which is awesome because what ends up happening is, um, you know, if you want to go back and do some of those exercises again, then you'll be able to come and do that later. So I certainly hope you will join me. Uh, I'll put the links in the show notes, but also, again, go to pastlifelady.com into the events section, and you will find those there. And of course, I did take an amazing trip to Greece. I am in the middle of writing a new book, and I'm so very grateful that I had the chance to go to Greece because a lot of the book that I'm writing, um, I will definitely be referencing things that happened on that trip. So just know that stay tuned for more on that as I have more time to discuss all of that with you. But um, it was very fascinating and I'm very, very grateful that I had a chance to do that. All right. So that's enough. So what we're going to do today, we're going to hear Victoria Constantino. This is a book I highly recommend and she is a complete joy. So here we go. Let's check out today's guest, Victoria Constantino. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So today I am joined by Victoria Constantino. She's got a fantastic book on the Tarot. I need to read you her bio. Victoria Constantino is a longtime tarot practitioner and seeker of visionary wisdom who spent more than a decade as an editor and publisher of literary fiction and nonfiction and managing editor for a prominent women's lifestyle magazine. She left publishing to focus on her writing and spiritual practice, and she has publications in uh, poetry and fiction. She attended university of oxford and holds a master's degree in writing she has a fantastic book everybody let me hold it up it's called tarot if i can get it here tarot by the moon this victoria this is so beautiful i love so the good. look of the book but more than that i love all the wonderful information that you have
1: in this book congratulations thank and welcome you. to the show thank you so much oh i'm so excited i love the way the book turned out it just looks so beautiful i couldn't be prouder Yeah, it's
0: gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So I have to ask so, so you come from the publishing world. How did you um, first come to understand the Tarot and then what led you out of publishing to follow your passion in this endeavor?
1: That's such a good question. Yeah, um, I've been working with the Tarot since I was uh, probably 14 or 15, you know, was just drawn to this lovely little mystical, magical, metaphysical shop. And, you know, I, I just was drawn to it and found it there for the first time. And then you know, kind of backed off from it a little bit because I didn't understand it. And it gave me a really accurate reading and some not so great, you know, series of events happened. And I thought, oh gosh, what is this? You know, but was still so intrigued and really came back to it later. I've always been a writer. The, the two, you know, just kind of the paths just merged, I would say, because um, they're both just kind of a part of what I do and just a part of me. So it just seems natural to write this book.
0: Absolutely. So one of the things I love about it You break it down into the moon cycles. Can you talk about the significance of full moons? I mean, we all talk about it very um, superficially, but you really dive into that in the book. And I was wondering if you could share that with us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I associate full moons with manifestation. Um, you know, They're so significant. They can help us to heal and clear. And you know, when, when it's a new moon, we can plant those seeds of intention. And then it's uh, growing, growing until it becomes a full moon. And then it just helps us with manifestation. I really feel like the moon is, um, you know, the energy impacts us so powerfully in our lives. <clears throat> you know, something so powerful that it can control the tides absolutely has an effect on us. And so, you know, the energies of the moon, you can just feel it if you're sensitive to energy and even if you're, you don't consider yourself to be, you know, it's a full moon, um, it seems to impact everybody. (laughs) You know, you hear of all all kinds of things going on and we just, we're feeling it, you know, whether we realize it or not. So if we know how to work with it, I feel like it can help us in our practice.
0: Absolutely. And the other thing, uh, you know they name the moons every month. And so you've shared that as well, like the strawberry moon or the blue moon. So where did these names come from and why do they have specific names for the full moons as it associates to the months of the year? Yeah,
1: so... You know, it was seasonal, um, you know, some Native Americans and, you know, depending on where they were, uh, they had different names for these moons. And some of them had, you know, uh, like the warm moon, for example, and, and the strawberry moon, but, you know, depending on where they were, they would experience different things. So, um, you know, they, they actually are reflected in, in the names of the moons. And then, of course, um, other people who, um, you know, contributed their different names, you know, what it all adds up to is that we all have, we have a lot of different names for one single moon. And that's pretty much true for every month. So, you know, it's, um, I I think whatever resonates with you, um, it's kind of a a grab bag of of wonderful, interesting, historically fascinating names that we can choose from. Um, But, you know, I've kind of settled upon the ones that I was most familiar with, um, but then also mentioned, you know, some alternative names in the book.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. So here's a question I had, like, I took a, a tarot class several years ago for a couple of months that I thought was absolutely fascinating. And then I just wasn't sure that, you know, you have a real talent for it. Do you feel like it's a tool that resonates with some people better than others? Like, I didn't feel like it was, I was as talented in that area, let's just say, or, you know, I don't know how to explain that, but do you feel like it's a tool that resonates better with some than others?
1: I think at first, um, yes, um, of course, you know, if you're still drawn to it, but you don't feel like you really have a knack for it, um, I would say just keep working with it in practice and, and just, you know, read the guidebooks, read multiple guidebooks. There are lots of wonderful books out there on, on Tarot until you can really feel like, okay, I, I have an understanding of what the empress means. I'm going to tune into my intuition rather than reading the guidebook. Um, it's just with time and practice. Um, you don't really have to have any sort of innate calendar ability for the cards. Um, in order to, to be a good reader. Um, sometimes it's just um, through practice. I think Bennebel Nguyen is a wonderful, wonderful um, writer and she has a, a great book about the Tarot. And so she goes into that a little bit. She talks about how, um, you know, it's, it's not necessarily for her a matter of intuition. It's more just a study and understanding and practice. And she looks at it from a very practical standpoint, which I think can resonate with some who just feel like, well, you know, I'm not really there with the in- intuitive part of it yet. Um, but, you know, I can practice and maybe work up to that
0: yeah absolutely um i guess i wanted to know about what decks do, do you think that part of that I'm, i have a mind meld going on here like don't you think that if you experiment with different decks then that might also um help you like if you're stuck with one deck maybe just switch to a different kind that might resonate do you think there's value in experimenting with the different kinds of decks that are available right now
1: Yes. Excellent point. I really do think there's a whole lot of value in doing that because I know just you know for me personally I've not resonated with some decks and I thought well you know um, maybe I'll give it to a friend and the friend resonated with it really well and I thought well, yeah. right, that worked out um, but you know with others I just feel such a connection to them and you know that being said um, there are decks that I once connected with that I don't really connect with as strongly anymore and so I feel like sometimes decks come into our lives to help us with wherever we are at that time um, and then you know maybe they've accomplished their purpose and we can move on to another one. Um, so you know as far as like um, going wondering meaning from a deck, I feel like it, it does partly depend on the deck because with some, we just kind of feel at an impasse. I could name a few, but I'll, I'll try not to name names of decks because it's just personal to me. It may not apply to everyone, but um, I just wasn't really, um, you know, feeling like the meaning behind the cards resonated with me at all. Um, you know, I feel like some decks are "quote unquote" harsher than others. They'll just tell it to you like it is. You know, every deck seems to have a personality, and we have personality, so we resonate um, or don't resonate with certain decks to varying degrees.
0: Yeah, I the the course that I took, it was in the Rider Waite deck, which I think is so fascinating because of the symbology in that. It's just really, um, it's very deep. It seems I because I do a lot of past life regression work and things. It feels like. A lot of the symbology that comes forth, particularly in that deck, um, probably speaks to the souls of the people who are looking at those images because it's probably resonating with things we've seen in other lifetimes and things like that. So, do you, how important do you think the symbology is when we're dealing with trying to bring through those intuitive messages ba- based on what we're looking at through symbols?
1: Yeah, I think it's important. Um, you know. Sometimes symbols will resonate with us um, or they won't. Um, I feel like sometimes in my own personal experience, I have been, um, you know, maybe working with a deck for a little while and realize, gosh, I wasn't really paying attention to the symbolism. And then I'll read, you know, um, some other tarot readers, um, you know, interpretation of this and I'll think, oh my gosh, you know, they're absolutely right. Here is this, um, you know, animal on the deck or this color that I never really noticed before. I feel like there is so much depth to, to the tarot because, um, you can look at symbolism, you can look at colors, you can look at the numbers, uh, numerological associations, any planetary associations, and then there's you know, the figures themselves what are they doing on the card? What do they represent? Um, what is the scenery around them like? They're, um, you know, even if we looked at, um, you know, nothing but uh, just the figures themselves, we could get so much meaning from that. I think symbolism um, adds uh, such a complex and deep level of, uh, of possible interpretations. It just opens up a, a whole world for us when we look at the symbolism. Um, it's okay to, to read how you know, you feel is right for you at the time. I think um, I was into Tarot for a little while, maybe several years before I even really uh, tried to interpret the symbolism. I think some people see it as very, um, you know, maybe esoteric or difficult to interpret. Um, It doesn't have to be. Um, Sometimes it just takes time with the deck, just practice and attending to it and just, you know, really sitting with the card, maybe even looking up certain uh, symbols that are on the card, you know, what could this possibly mean?
0: Yeah, the thing I also loved about your book is you you get into helping us understand um, not just the pictorial symbols, but the numerical symbols, like what do these numbers mean? What are different numbers, like the primary numbers? What What are they resonating with? What do they mean in our lives? Um, the astrological aspects of different things so that we can start to kind of unfold it. And each chapter, you give us a series of prompts to help the reader um, I, well, you know, when I was reading it, your prompts are so good. Like I just want to say to the viewer out here, let me see if I can find something that I can show you. Okay. There's just so many good things in this book. So she's got these spreads and each one of these, she's got these numbered questions over here, which are so valuable. You know, I do a lot of journaling and that kind of work. And so your questions are to me, things that We need to be asking ourselves whether we've got a deck of cards in front of us or not. But then you're saying, then use the tarot, place them in the order in which you're subscribing us to do or prescribing, I should say. And then this is going to bring deeper meaning and helping us work through these really deep questions that you're asking us to take a look at each month going on a journey, depending on what, what the theme is around the moon energy. I mean, it's just so cool. I love it. That was a comment, I guess, not a not a question. But how did you come up with um, the different spreads, and and it's just so good. And your questions are wonderful. So I just want to say, how did you do it? I love it.
1: Um, blame my team um, <laughs> or credit them. <laughs> I'm gonna um, credit them, Victoria. It's wonderful. Yeah, I I don't feel like I can really take credit for that. Um, when I was writing the book, you know the the book. It kind of, you know, it came out of some natural interest that really just kind of converged. But it was also something that I would have to say that I received. Um, you know, I, I got the, uh, the title of the book first. And, you know, it was during meditation. And I was um, feeling like something wanted to come through. And, and that's what came through. And I thought, man, what a great title. I'm going to run with that. How would that look and so i did an outline and i think i sat down and just wrote the whole outline <laughs> and as soon as i received it um you know you don't want to sit on that information when you get it and um so yeah i feel like you know they were just with me every step of the way my guides you know the um yeah. just you know in, in my higher self it was just you know finding that place of alignment um and being able to receive um so that i could bring forth the information that was most helpful for the readers So, and I appreciate that you brought up the journaling aspect too, because I love journaling and um, I hadn't really considered that, um, you know to be used in concert with uh, the spreads but I think it's a phenomenal idea because, you know um, Yeah, it's just that you've asked. (laughs) Yeah, you've you've
0: just asked so many really the questions are very deep. I mean, I I was, I guess I, I do the runes. I still pull the runes sometimes. But usually I'm just saying, okay, past, present, and future, let's just put three out there and see what happens, you know, and what you're doing in this is really taking us to some deep questioning spaces on a journey that, you know, like I said, even if I wanted to keep a journal on these things, this would be very valuable uh, prompts for the subconscious, I think.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, um, I might have to go through my own book and <laughs> kind of journal about those and use those techniques. But yeah, I think it's, it's helpful um, if you have never journaled before as well, because um, I think they're, they're simple enough. Um, they might be deep, but they're also kind of, they're straightforward, I guess, would be the better terminology for that. Um, you know, it, it allows you to kind of, it gives you a jumping off place. So you can say, okay, you know, what am I feeling from this one question? And you can just kind of write about it and see what wants to come through. And that's also a good way of um, learning to connect better with your intuition as well.
0: Absolutely. And you do um, some other really cool things in here. You have some, um, let's say, recipes for talismans that we can create for prosperity and things. So how do those work to help us with our manifestation?
1: Well, wow, Yeah, on a high level, um, those sorts of things. I think of it like sympathetic magic. Sympathetic magic is just, you know, um, It's kind of based on the principle of like attracts like, the law of attraction. I think of it in that way. Um, Someone else might have another interpretation. Um, So, you know, when you're using, uh, for example, there are. In metaphysical shops, you can buy something that looks like a hundred dollar bill. It's kind of gold. It's obviously, you know, um, not a real, it's not real money, but you can use it in your practice. That's just one example, Um, you know, to, if, for example, if you're manifesting, um, you can use Tarot in your uh, practice as well, you know, just um, anything that is a pictorial representation of what you're attempting to manifest or what you're hoping to um, accomplish through, you know, the ritual work you might be doing, um, any manifestations, you know, having things that are uh, symbolically linked to what you're trying to create in your life, um, I think is very helpful. And so, um, you know, the the talismans are kind of based on that same premise. So just having something that um, it, it helps you to hold the goal in your mind, and also, you know, it's attracting some of that same energy. Uh, to you, and when you consider that everything is energy, um, then it makes a little bit more sense because it's going to align a little bit, so, you know, if I have um, maybe a, a money talisman, I'm just using that as an example, um, you know, on a necklace, then, you know, that's going to help me, I'm going to focus on it, I'll remember that I have it on and, and be focusing in that direction, and the energy itself is is aligning with my goals, so it's it's helpful in those ways, I think.
0: Yeah, and you talk about, um, I'm really into gemstones and crystals, which you mentioned in the book as well, in terms of tuning into um, different energies using the crystals and how those can be used and incorporated in these practices as well. Very helpful. Thank you. Very, very wonderful. So what does your friends and family think now that you are a published author in this genre, so different from what you had done before?
1: It's so different. Um, as a matter of fact, the the books I published in the other genres are under a different name too. And um, you know, that's simply logistical. My name changed at some point, and so it was just, you know, I guess it flowed that way uh, for a reason, maybe. But they're they're very very happy for me. They're so thrilled to see this, and um, you know, my daughter especially is, you know, um, understands that it's it's more aligned with my path. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed uh, writing. In other subjects like you know poetry and, and short stories and that I still enjoy it, but um, this is more aligned to be on a on a soul level. Um, so this kind of writing it's something that you know it's a path that I was really gravitating towards for a long time. Um, and maybe not even consciously. So, um, just you know, feeling myself drawn to this kind of writing, and, and really you know, following more uh, tarot readers and, and that sort of thing, and reading more books about the subject, and just educating myself on it. And um, I just feel like it's it's been a beautiful journey. Um, I plan to write more books in this genre and in this field. Um, I have a lot of ideas, uh, just brimming, so I'm ready to come forth. So I'm very excited.
0: I certainly hope you will write those. You mentioned <laughs> that you first got introduced to this as A 14 year old, did someone show you a deck or how did that happen exactly?
1: Yeah, well, I was with my best friend, and we stumbled upon this little shop, and I uh, went in, and I, I was just, I loved it all, the crystals, the incense, the jewelry, the tarot cards, and it was just all so magical to me, so um, I was really drawn to tarot, and, you know, my friend and I were kind of looking at it and saying, okay, you know, which deck should we get, and pick the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, which is a, a great first choice, um, it's, I still use it, I love that deck so much, um, and so, yeah, that's that's kind of how it all started, so, was just drawn to it (laughs) Do
0: you feel like i do past life regressions and stuff so do you feel like this is something you've done before in a previous life or had you never thought of that before i'm just curious
1: yeah i actually hadn't thought of that before i have some ideas of who i might have been in past lives and what i might have done and and i'm not sure it was aligned with spirituality at all Um, I think it was more music but um, but yeah. Mm. (laughs) So that's an interesting question I'll have to maybe ruminate and ruminate on that a little bit more and and see where it takes me but
0: (laughs) yeah, you just have so much knowledge here it's just so well thought out I just feel like this is some these teachings are something you've done before that's just my opinion, you know, I don't know, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, It's tarot by the moon, everybody you need to check this one out. This is beautiful. look at these beautiful illustrations it's wonderful and so much valuable information I absolutely love it it is highly recommended and I'm just wishing you tons of joy and continued success on your path and I can't wait to see what you're going to come up with next so tell us before we go how can we
1: reach you and get a hold of you yes below of course <laughs> um, I am on. Uh, let's see. I have a blog, and it's victoriaconstantino.com. And of course, that's got all of my. And it's got an events and publicity page as well. And I do monthly tarot readings. Um, so just kind of looking at the energies in each week ahead for every month. And um, I'm also on Instagram um, as Tarot by the Moon. That's all separated by underscores. And Victoria.Constantino.Author. That's also on Instagram. I'm on Facebook as Victoria Constantino author. I think that covers everything. (laughs) That is wonderful. It's another great book from
0: Llewellyn, our publisher, who we love dearly. And um, Llewellyn definitely um, puts out a lot of great books about the tarot. And I'm telling you, this is one of them and you need it. So check it out. Victoria, your joy, congratulations. And we're just wishing you tons of love and success on your path.
1: Thank you so very much. I really appreciate it.
0: All right. So friends, we've done it again, another episode of Healing Arts. So until next time, take care and check this out and have a blessed day. Namaste. All right. So I hope you enjoyed our show today. I certainly enjoyed connecting with you. I wish you love, blessings, peace, joy, and happiness on your path. And I want to just say thank you again from the bottom of my heart. You have supported this program since the beginning. We are already almost at the end of season eight. That's unbelievable. And I've got some, um, a lot of really interesting shows that are already recorded and we have some amazing guests coming up. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I also want to say that, you know, I haven't had a season of Healing Arts Podcast where I've just talked to you on my own for a very, very long time. And I do have quite a few people who have been requesting some different kinds of guided imagery. There's a lot of people just having A lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, just feeling overwhelmed with all of the craziness in our world. So um, coming up very soon, I will be putting together a season that's just you and me going through some guided imagery. So stay tuned for that. I do hear you when you send me emails. Um, I want to remind people again, though, I don't get on Facebook Messenger as much. So if you need to reach me, the best way is by email at Shelly at ShellyCare.com. But I've heard you. I am going to be making some recordings for you that you can hopefully use and enjoy. And I pray to God that it helps you to bring more peace in your life. And we'll be talking about um, a lot of other things. I've got my new Blast from the Past book coming out. I will be giving you a free gift. If you order that one, you're going to get a copy of one of my earlier books on spontaneous past life memories called Reincarnation Recollections. So again, if you go to pastlifelady.com to the homepage, you will be able to find out more about that. And again, I just, I'm so grateful. Thank you for buying my books. Thank you for supporting this program. Um, this is for you. And so you are top of mind when I'm putting these things together. If you have guest suggestions, again, reach out. I do the best I can to reach out to these people. And, uh, we've had some really amazing guests so far and, I expect that that's going to continue. All right, dear one. So you are loved. Please take care of yourself. And I just absolutely cannot wait to connect with you again on the next episode of Healing Arts.